Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Episode 15, Oklahoma. Sorry about that. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Facebook. I have a page for the podcast there. Type in Unreasonable Doubt. The podcast page should come up. Hit the blue thumb. Like it. Follow the podcast there. West Virginia wins again. They're 3-0. and In the Big 12, they beat Oklahoma 89-76 in Morgantown. I stood up for most of the game. Full disclosure, I paced a bunch. A lot of pacing. It was a good game. West Virginia led by eight at the half. Oklahoma came out hot in the second half. Took the lead 51-49. And then West Virginia kind of pulled away. And ended up with the 13-point win. The MVP of the first half was Javon Carter. Carter was hyped for this one. Been talking about Trey Young, the freshman, averaging 29 points, 10 assists. And so Carter, Defensive Player of the Year, he was ready to go. And so he broke out of his offensive slump. He scored 17 points this game, 10 assists. But his defense in the first half was key because he rattled Trey Young. Trey Young felt like he was fouled every time he drove to the basket. And he wasn't. It's just Carter's really good at defense. And he played him tight. And some of that is the reason he had four fouls with a lot of time left in the second half. So that's... How many times has that happened for Carter where he's been in foul trouble in the second half? I'd like for that to stop. Uh, But it was a blessing in disguise this game because the way Javon Carter played in the first half, if he would have continued that pace in the second half, and if he didn't have to sit, he probably would have, his heart might have exploded. And I'm not joking. He was going hard. And so, again, a blessing in disguise that he was in foul trouble so he could rest. So his heart stayed inside his chest. And we all want that. The MVP of the second half of the game was Sagaba Kanate. I'd say he's the overall MVP of the game. He scored 16 points, 13 rebounds, 5 blocks. He made all of his free throws. Great defensive game with the 5 block shots and countless other times where Oklahoma would drive. And he would he would contest everything and made guys... Definitely pass instead of trying to shoot it close to the rim. Also on the friendly side, he had a jump ball in the second half. Fell down to the floor with the Oklahoma player. And as a gentleman, he helped him, the Oklahoma player, back up. So did not throw an elbow or try to fist fight somebody. So that was good to see. He went... He was firmly in the likable, borderline lovable knucklehead camp tonight. And so he's the MVP of the game. But once again, 
So it's Carter and Kanate this game. But the leading scorer for West Virginia was aggressive neck tattoo freshman Teddy Allen. 20 points in 24 minutes. So in Big 12 play, he scored 15, 22, and 20. Once again, he did not shoot a three. He was tempted, uh, but he did not. He shot from a step inside the three-point line one time, and he made it. He took a charge. Very exciting. He ran to the middle of the court and started screaming. He's getting it done. It's amazing. I'm very excited for my favorite player, Teddy Allen. So with all that being said, West Virginia is now 14-1. and They were ranked 6th in the AP poll this week. And guess what? They could be in the top three next week. I'll tell you more with Random Thoughts coming up. Random Thoughts for the Oklahoma game. West Virginia could be in the top three this week. Xavier, who was ahead of them, number five, they lost today in conference. Arizona State was ranked number four. They lost to Colorado this week. Duke Ranked number two, they lost to NC State. So there's a strong chance West Virginia is going to be ranked in the top three in the country. And that would be the highest West Virginia has been ranked in basketball in my lifetime. It's unbelievable that this team is going to be the top three. The last time West Virginia was ranked in the top three in the country in basketball... You have to go back to 1963. My father was 11 years old. Ron Thorne led the Mountaineers that season. There was a guy on the team named Gail Catlett. Not a fan of that guy. But there was another guy on the team. His name was Jules Buddy Quertemont. I hope I'm not butchering his last name. But there was a dude with that name on that team. So he's obviously really good at basketball based on the name. Jules Buddy Quarantamont, JBQ. I bet his buddies called him JBQ. Anyways, top 3 for this team. And of course, I've said on this podcast that <laughs> West Virginia's going to lose 10 times this season. And that can't be true. If they're a top three team. Now, I don't think they're a top three team. But the breaks are the breaks. You know, when teams lose, West Virginia keeps climbing up. And they haven't lost in the United States. They lost in the Midnight Germany game at the beginning of the season. So, I'm thrilled. It's exciting to see West Virginia climb the poles. It doesn't really mean anything for the tournament or how they end the season. But to have something happen with this team that hasn't happened for any West Virginia team in my lifetime, I gotta say, pretty exciting. Trey Young, the freshman for Oklahoma, he got his average 29 points. They were tough to come by. He only had five assists. He he was forced into eight turnovers. So not his best. Decent points line, but everything else was off. Carter was playing 
rigid defense in the first half against Trey Young. The West Virginia crowd chanted at one point, Trey Young sucks. And I've got a hot take alert here. Trey Young, in fact, does not suck. He's actually really good at basketball. That's my hot take. At one point, and this slayed me when it happened, in the second half, uh, Wesley Harris made a free throw. All night on the inbounds, West Virginia was doubling Trey Young. So the two assigned to double team Trey Young this time was Teddy Allen and James Beetle Bolden. And their technique, and I, I really have never seen this before. If somebody's seen this, send me an email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com, or let me know on Instagram or Facebook. Teddy reached out and grabbed Beetle's forearm. It looks like something that they've practiced. And Beetle did the same, grabbed Teddy's forearm. And they formed a human friend, uh, human friends, a human fence in front of Trey Young, and they were unable to pass the ball to him. Honestly, I've never seen that. Watching somebody play basketball, the human fence. But guess what? If you are being guarded by a human fence then that means you're really good at basketball. Sorry. Trey Young does not suck. He's really good. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Oklahoma game. No emails this podcast. There were no emails sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. I am not sad, but I hope somebody sends one between now and the next time I record. And if you do, I will read it on this podcast. So send them, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. I did get a call. You can download the Anchor app, listen to the podcast on Anchor, and there's an option when you do that to call in to this podcast. And so the only person that calls in to this podcast as of right now is Rick Groans. And so let's listen to the latest call from Rick. Hey, Josh, this is Rick. Great podcast again. Um, I'm reminded when, you, when you're telling the stories about uh, aggressive neck tattoo freshman Teddy Allen, he, he reminds me of Rick Fox still, not only in looks, but then the, the kind of mannerisms of getting your face, um, yelling when you probably shouldn't about an and one, uh, flexing. Which is all great. It's 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 funny. I like it. But um, do you, do you think he he may be turning into the new the new Rick Fox? Um, also, why is he only getting uh, 19 minutes a game or so? Should he be playing more? I haven't watched the game yet. I'm only uh, caught up on WVU by listening to you. So why why are his minutes uh, still low? Come on, bro. Don't say that. Don't put Teddy in the same sentence as Rick Fox. Teddy Allen is a shining star. How dare you? Why would you say that? Why would you compare him 
He's not the new Rick Fox. He's the he's the first Teddy Allen. He's the best Teddy Allen. And he doesn't have anything to do with Rick Fox. Why would you put that on someone? Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Your second question, more respectful. Why isn't he playing more? I think he's playing the right amount of minutes. He comes in, he plays hard. He definitely looks to shoot. He's doing great. He's our best finisher. He's playing the right amount of minutes. He's not good at defense. He'll get better at that. He did take a charge tonight, but typically not great on the defensive end. And if he's not doing great on the offense and he's not good at defense, then Huggins has to pull him. So Huggins is is picking his spots with Teddy, and I like it. It's good, and I think he'll just get more minutes next season. There'll be more room to get more minutes, uh, but he's right where he needs to be. And next year the minutes will go up. So terrible first question, respectable second question. I'm happy to answer it. That's it for Unreasonable Doubt this time. Listen on the Anchor app. Listen on Apple Podcast, Google Play. If you do it that way, subscribe to the podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. The next game for West Virginia is Tuesday in Morgantown on ESPN2 against the Baylor Bears. Haven't watched a lot of Baylor this season, but here's what I know about Baylor. Almost every guy on the team, it seems like, is seven feet tall. So I don't know how they do that, but that's usually the case. They play a weird defense that's hard to describe. I don't even know if the coach knows how to describe it. It's not a 2-3 zone. It's kind of a matchup zone. When you have seven footers, I think you can just have them kind of shift around and be taller than everybody. And that's what they go for. West Virginia has struggled with Baylor. Since they've joined the Big 12, they've only beat Baylor once in eight tries. The win came last year when West Virginia beat Baylor in Morgantown. Baylor was number one at the time. And West Virginia got their first win against Baylor. So West Virginia could possibly be in the top three. And then they have to face the Giants. There's not an easy game the rest of the season. So I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Until then, this has been Unreasonable Doubt. I'm Josh Witt. WVU is 14-1.